All right. I guess I really won't be able to see the, the questions that come up, so. I have glasses and I can barely see what's going on. <laughs> All right, everyone. Welcome to the Advanced Watch Podcast, Episode 4, Daily Double. I've got two guests with me today. Uh, I've got Sean Reedy, who's a local rapper out of Norman. And I've got Jackson Fall, who is a co-founder of Fringe. And uh, we're going to be going a little bit... Uh, into what they're doing in the local scene. And uh, if you guys, here, let's scoot. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, scoot on Instagram. Instagram yeah, is uh, get in like that. getting everything. Um, so, Hi, Internet. What's yeah. going on, everybody? <laughs> so the cool thing about um, both these guys is they're doing almost um, completely different um, sides of things. You know, uh, Fringe is working with a lot of um, businesses in the area where uh, Sean is making rap, you know, in an underground rap scene. Um, and I think there's just a lot of interesting dynamic between the two guests here. And we're going to kind of go into that, what they're going to be doing um, for their, you know, for their platforms, whether it's rapping or with French. So I guess starting off, I'll start with you, uh, Jackson. Um, I can see the questions. If you want to go. Smart, nice. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you want to get into it, um, tell us a little bit about French, why you got started. Yeah, for with. sure. So, like I said, hi, Internet. So, th <laughs> thanks so much for having me on, Tanner. This is a blast. I'm glad we got to do this. Um, I'm a graphic designer by trade, I guess. I've been doing it for a really, really, really long time now. And uh, Fringe is kind of the culmination of me freelancing in branding design. I made apps for people. I made websites for companies. And I've done a, kind of the spectrum of things. And so, me coming back to Oklahoma City... This is me, uh, this is my love letter to Oklahoma City in a way. Fringe is, uh, Fringe is the culmination of my design work that I've done in the past. I have an incredible co-founder that I'm so lucky to have teamed up with. We're uh, doing logos and websites and print, marketing, advertising, kind of what have you. The idea behind it is that we've built a distributed team and we've kind of stacked our roster with some of the dopest artists in the city and and beyond too, but mostly focused in Oklahoma City. And we've kind of built out this go-to roster of incredibly talented designers and developers and, and what have you to uh, essentially emulate the, the the strategy of an agency without being so stuffy as being like an agency, you know? So, you know, I, I can I could wax poetic on the why all day, but like yeah. this is the it's the it's the it's the big culmination of what I've, what I've been working towards. Well, I mean, I've seen some of your stuff and I think, um, what you guys are doing is great. And I Thank think you. what you, the way that you kind of frame it is you're working and you intend to work specifically with the customer instead of for the customer. So you, you kind of become a friend, uh, family, you know, they become part of your family and you really value what the brand is as a whole. As opposed to just like making a logo or making like you really do a deep dive for a week of it, like a yeah. Like a, yeah. I mean, you you'd be you'd be shocked and you'd be appalled if you heard if you saw my email inbox. How many people are like, "Can I get a logo? Can I just get yeah. a logo?" And I'm trying to break away from that because there's so much more behind just like you know ink on a paper, pixels on a white screen. Like we're living in this digital world and our slogan, slogan, whatever, is this is what happens when they grow up on the internet. And it's like, for me, we are just talking before we hit roll on this about yeah. when, you know, the, the concept of a podcast first 
fucking launch. Can I say fucking the yeah, podcast? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're first launched on, you know, on iTunes or whatever. And it's like this mind-blowing shift in, in who has the control now. And, right. and who really has the control now is the people who want to put out content. It's not blocked by these, you know, suits and gatekeepers and, like, people who have traditionally been in charge. So for me, this is what happens when they grow up on the Internet means I've been listening intently for the last 10 years of my life. The last decade has been spent with my ear to the ground figuring out what the hell's going on around here. Oh, yeah. Um, what, what can I say about, like, can I have a minute? Can I have a minute to get into French and why French? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You got a minute and then I'll right. go into Sean. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you, you, you get Alan Watts, do you know Alan yeah, Watts? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I love Alan Watts. So Alan Watts, for, for, the, for the people, hey, what's up, Instagram? We got some people in here watching. <laughs> so the idea is this, this guy, Alan Watts, he was a professor in the 60s or whatever. Sean, are you, you up on? Uh, okay. I don't know. So he, he, yeah, yeah, so he brought, like, Buddhist thinking and Eastern spirituality yes. to the West, basically. He was the first white guy to come in and be like demystifying the, the crazy, you know, Eastern philosophies, mm-hmm. whatever. He's kind of, he kind of happened to be brilliant. He's a really smart dude. Dead now, rest in peace. Yeah. Know? But uh, he has this great talk or one of his uh, classes where he talks about the Big Bang. Right. And he goes all the way back and he says, suppose there was a Big Bang. And from nothing went, and everything scattered across this canvas. Mm-hmm. And it, he draws it back to the, the philosophical notion of back then, that was you. You were the Big Bang, Big Banging itself. And now you find yourself as a human, uh, still no less than that initial Big Bang. But what he likens it to is a metaphor that I love, which is you take a bottle of ink in your hand, or you take a bucket of paint, you take the bottle of ink, you throw it across a wall, and it smashes on the wall, and it spreads out everywhere. And in the middle of this ink blot, like a Rorschach test, you have this dense blackness. Right. But, you know, you can visualize what that looks like, and ink splatters out across the wall or whatever, and it's along the edges that you have all these interesting curly cues, and it's around the edges that you have everything that's interesting. It's on the fringe right. that everything fun is going on. So our philosophy when we work with our clients is that we work with people who are naturally inclined to drift towards the fringe. Right. People who might be traditionally neglected by larger agencies or what have you. So we've worked with companies that are in kind of obscure industries like cannabis and uh, cryptocurrency. Right. We've also worked with a lot of artists and musicians who are kind of paving their own paths and blazing their own trails. And at the end of the day, these artists are fringe. They are walking the edge and they're not staying in the homogenous middle where it's all dense and the same. Right. They're branching out to the fringe. It's the leading edge of what is, what can be. That's Perfect. what I want to serve is I want to be of the highest service to people who are doing acts of greatness on the edge. That's think, my whole philosophy. And I think that's perfect. I think that's what Oklahoma City needs. And I think, honestly, um, that makes a great segue into you know what Sean's doing and kind of being on the fringe of you know local rap um, you know, collaborating with other artists in the area. You got a show tomorrow. If you could just go, I know you, uh, from ACM, you know, you graduated in 2016, um, did a little bit of homework, but give us a little bit of backstory on what you, uh, you know, kind of how you 
got out of the Norman scene, what you're doing in Norman, and just, uh, yeah, give us, who is Sean Reedy? Cool, yeah, man. Uh, what was your name again, man? Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, John. good to meet you again. Pleasure. Yeah, yeah, we to, just, we're just not meeting for the first time. This is a <laughs> yeah, long time coming, um, guys. Jackson, that's really cool. Um, first and foremost, that's tight what you're doing, man. Uh, and I'm glad to be here. Thank you, Tanner, for inviting me. But uh, Absolutely. For those that don't know, my name is S. Reedy. My name is Sean Reedy. I go by S. Reedy. That's S dot R-E-I-D-Y. I've been rapping and making beats and producing for five years now. Uh, I've been um, making records for about that whole time and just kind of grinding it out, doing open mics and shows and blah, blah, blah around. And I've been able to kind of accumulate a small and nice audience and uh, been able to get on the road, fortunately, in the Midwest area. For the past couple of years, I've done a few tours um, here and there, just getting my music out there and stuff. And uh, luckily, uh, I've been doing a decent enough job at it, still working at it. to get it where I want to be, but yeah, that's the short version. So, so when you say you've been on, you know, what are some tours? What are some like notable moments that you feel like have really shaped your career? You know, who who did you listen to growing up? What did you know? What inspired you to make you know emo hip hop? You know, rap. Um. So I grew up listening. Like in middle school, I was your tip. I was the typical kid. Census fail. My Chemical Romance, Hell yeah. uh, all the bands that you would expect someone my age in middle school to listen to. But Blink-182 is a band that stuck with me for all these years um, that I still listen to a lot to this very day. So I always had a love for that. Made acoustic music and stuff like that all throughout high school, just basically ripping off Blink-182 and Dashboard Confessional and bands like that. <laughs> and that. Uh, I eventually got really tired of writing songs about girls. And, uh, <laughs> like so so many songs about girls I eventually got tired of that and I eventually wanted to get into it get into something I kind of felt like I had put myself in a rut of um, writing you know sappy acoustic love songs I wanted to just get out of it so I really fell in love with hip hop around that time uh, in about 2014 listening to guys like Open My Giggle and Milo and uh, No Can Do, and uh, Mac Miller's always been a, a big inspiration for me, rest in peace. R.I.P. And, um, and so eventually I wanted to just get into a genre where I could say more. And um, so then eventually I started rapping and making records and stuff like that. But yeah, Milo, Mike Eagle, Mac Miller, uh, Idea, and a lot of underground um, kind of poet, uh, wordsmith, on, like you know backpacky kind of rap is what really got me into it at first and nice that and then, and then just kind of just uh being just a big fan of music in general i listen to probably about 200 ish albums a year because i just really love to listen to music find out what's new and stuff like that so all that kind of accumulated into the kind of music i make now hell yeah no that's perfect and when yeah. we go into our rapid fire um later on in the segment i think sure. um I'm going to write, write those down because the beautiful thing about this is I have not heard of any of them. I've, I've heard of a few of them that mm-hmm. you mentioned, obviously Mac Miller and a few others, yeah. but um, I'd love to, you know, expand my, my knowledge base on, yeah. on that type of music, you know, cause it's not typically my go-to mm-hmm. uh, 90s rap is probably the furthest I've gone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and 
you know, there's a lot of really good music out there, which is why I started this podcast in the first place. So, um, and why I'm building what I'm building. So, um, well, that's perfect. Well, that's a good like introduction to you, um, both. Um, let me see. Let's see here. I think if I, can I interject yeah. for a second? Yeah, what's up? Uh, I, Sean, I don't, I don't know how, how well this fits in with what you're doing. I just feel like compelled to say that exactly your upbringing, your background, what got you to where you are today makes me think that in my next lifetime, you're doing exactly what I want to be doing. Mm-hmm. You're doing exactly, exactly what I see myself doing in my next lifetime. Like that specific mix of talent into, uh, you know, creative drive is so up my own alley. I just feel like I have such a deep love for uh, hip hop, especially, but like what you just named out and I can totally see. And, you know, for the, for the record here, Sean and I just met, like, mm-hmm. we, we, I've never heard your music before, and I'm excited to now, but, like, this is a, yeah, this is an interesting chance encounter, for sure. Well, it's, and, it, you know, you bring up a good point, it's, it's, um, it's interesting how much you guys have in common, but you just met, and, like, there's so many things going on in Oklahoma City that not a lot of people know about. You know, there's these other these websites, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Eventbrite and Ticketmaster and, you know, whatever, all these individual ven- um, venue sites, but still not everything is put into one spot. So that's kind of what now, has to watch. Is, is anyone do doing anything that puts all that stuff into one spot? Is there I anything mean, like that? We're working on it. Um, Who's working on it? Bands to watch. Oh, we're shit. Working on it. Yeah, self-plug. Self-plug. Um, no, but I think that's I, giving people the, the ability to post their own events and kind of putting it all in one spot where there's like a, you know, end-all, be-all of, this is what's going on and you know that everything that's there is what's going on. Um, I think that's a huge thing for the Oklahoma music scene and then other scenes as well. Um, which brings me to my, my, um, my next question, going back to you, Jackson, I know you spent a lot of time in, uh, Paris as well as you just got back from Bali. Yeah. Um, Tell us a little bit about the music scene there, what you saw. I mean, I know there might not be yeah. one, but... I mean, yeah, like... Different. <laughs> world, world music. Look, yeah, sure. I love to travel around. Like, I love going to new places, meeting new people. Like, I think the, most of my, like, internet, whatever, what do you want to say? International music exposure, yeah. world music. This is, it's, it's, you make friends, you meet people, they turn you on to what they love. Like, you know... Yeah, 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 I've got. <laughs> but first of all, Bali is crazy, and I love that you bring that up. Bali is like uh, literally like if you could travel to the opposite side of Oklahoma, I think if you just <laughs> drove through the planet, like you'd find yourself either in the middle of the Indian Ocean or in Bali. Like Perfect. it is so remote and so cool, and like they've got this incredible traditional culture there, where the entire country of Indonesia is a Muslim nation, and Hindu uh, and Hinduism is the predominant religion on the island of Bali. So it's this like weird, like extracted from the cultural norm island that has preserved so many of their original cultural beliefs. And like, you can still go there in 2019 and like, it's different from it was 30 years ago for sure. Like 30 years ago, these towns are dirt roads and farmers and like natives only. And today it's full of Westerners and it's like super touristic because it's super close to Australia. But you've still got this incredible... I mean, you want to talk local music, like they have gamelan orchestras, which is, God, I'm going to be so wrong on this. I think it's typically 18 people, but I couldn't tell you that for real. Like, okay. it's, it's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it's, it's fancy xylophones that they hit with hammers Okay, and, and it sounds awesome. And they usually have like fires burning while they do it. And it's like, 
it feels tribal, you know? Yeah. I'm like, that's a super cool thing. I love, I love touring the world because I love experiencing music as culture. And I think that the two are completely interchangeable. And, uh, on the complete other side of that spectrum, I love French rap. Like French rap is my obsession. I have very few obsessions in this life and French rap is one of my obsessions. So it's a life passion of mine to listen, to understand, to translate, because I think fundamentally French is a more beautiful and more articulate language than English. Absolutely. And so I think that you can say so much more in French and the artists that are making rap in French are the poets of our generation and they're absolutely fucking phenomenal and like a bold, for me that's a bold claim i listen tanner i know <laughs> that this is not going to land easy on a lot of people <laughs> this is seriously like if i had a cause it would be french rap you you'll have shit. to you'll have to get me informed i mean yeah we're talking about some like emo rap like mm-hmm. is that how you build yourself no i okay. uh, not quite but how i mean you? it's it's uh i actually kind of i don't really su- subscribe to a specific genre, but yeah. I do call myself art rap. Yeah, uh, okay. To kind of just put it somewhere, you know what I mean? I mean, look, like one year ago today, no, like last September, what? I, I met up with a friend of mine uh, and we were having some drinks on the river in Paris. I was in Paris. And okay. we're having a drink and she's like, do you know Fauve? And I'm like, no, who's that? And she's like, no, literally take out your earbuds right now and listen to this music. And I couldn't really hear it. It was loud. But I had a plane the next day. I was flying to uh, Copenhagen, Denmark. Mm -hmm. And so on the plane, Denmark, I listened to this music that she recommended me. And it's like, immediately, you're hooked. And it's, so so I I asked her, I'm like, so is this this rap? Is it poetry? Like, what is, is it rock? Is it like, it's got like, kind of a heavy instrumental backing, but it's got like a rapping kind of front man. And she's like, no. En français, she says, no. C'est du slam. It's slam and i'm like what the fuck are you talking about it's slam poetry slam poetry so, and it took me so long to connect that dot say so, you slam what it's fucking slam poetry and it's like this is unlike anything i've ever heard in english so yeah i'll definitely mm-hmm. i'll definitely turn you on to some of it later then you can put it on your podcast for next week yeah yeah, yeah your playlist. sorry uh, yeah i'll throw it on the playlist, on the playlist for sure. but like uh I, I don't know for me there's so much i i'm 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 passionate about the french language and french culture particularly over any other but like i love german rap i've been into german rap since i was like 10 years old hell yeah like, this has been a, a huge like i think way for me to learn languages is through listening to rap specifically but any kind of music in yeah. that language um just in the same way that a lot of people learn english by watching our tv shows and listening to our music and like american cultural diffu- dis- ah, sorry american cultural diffusion is made so integral by our media that we put out like our music and our movies are how the whole world gets kind of hooked on America in a weird way. Yeah. And like as three American dudes sitting here, it's like, that seems super weird. And I've caught myself thinking that before. It's like, why would anyone kind of like be so into our own culture? Because our culture is only that, which is brought in from other places in the world. America is a unique place for that reason. I think Oklahoma being the epicenter of like so much that's diffusing out into the world, like, it's not what you would expect. It's almost the opposite. But like, there's so much influence and vice versa going from every direction that is such an inspiration to me. And as a non-musician, it's super inspiring to me too, you know? Well, I think that's perfect. That's And then that goes into what I was going to ask Sean, you know, have you, I know 
you said you you want to be more informed in, in uh, French rap, but I mean, is there, do you listen to a lot of foreign yeah. rap? I mean, because I feel like a lot of that um, can influence some of your lyrics for in a different way. Uh, have you listened to any foreign rap or have you um, a, a little like not rap? a little not too much. Um, there is a German group called Zugzogen Masculine, <laughs> who I love. That sounds cool. Which is, but that's kind of a niche thing for me. Yeah, they're super super awesome. Um, that's kind of a niche thing that I don't really listen to. Um, I actually, I, I've been attempting to listen to a little more stuff, even just because I definitely am really in tune with uh, with what's going on just in the states in general. Yeah. I've been trying to reach out to like you know, um, I'll I'll do like little uh, week long challenges for myself where where I try to like only listen to music from the eighties if I'm in the car. Or <laughs> right, to that's music. cool. And it's all, yeah, it's funny. It's something I do only when I'm in the car, but okay. driving somewhere, am I like, I can only listen to music from the 50s. That way I get a little more, you know. And so one time I did do that where I'm like, I can't listen to anything from the United States. Um, and uh, so that's a lot of the Zugzog and masculine stuff kind of came from that. And, um, listen to a lot of music for the United Kingdom that's kind of a cheat but uh, so you know I try to I've been trying more so in the past year or so to get in tune with that but uh, not too much well that's perfect and I mean that's the thing there's so many I know I said this earlier but there's so many different artists that are out there there's probably every time you breathe there's a new band creating or doing something you know and it's 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 crazy how many artists there are out there and it's mm-hmm. like they just need to be heard and there's nothing out there. So mm-hmm. um, I'm going to quickly kind of go into, um, you know, bands to watch and what the goal was originally and why I started this podcast. The podcast is really just to build an audience around discovering music. You know, there's, I'm sure there's a lot of discovery podcasts out there, but um, when you can have a hands-on um, and a face-to-face uh, experience with, um, not only your audience, but your, you know, your, your, um, guests and, and really understand what makes them tick, what, what music do they listen to and kind of go into the psychology of things. Like I really want to get into the like neuro, um, elements of it. Um, like what kind of, you know, with the music and the effects that it has on people and where you might be in your life, uh, what kind of music you would acclimate to towards, you know, um, I think that there's a lot of fascinating studies done behind that. And I think if there were more, uh, interviews, you know, stuff like this going on where we could kind of go deeper into that. We gotta figure out some questions to ask to it's, get into that. It's but. surfacing what we already know. Yeah, it's yeah. Surfacing absolutely. What we all hold true. And I just want to interject like No, you're totally fine. Yeah. Uh, the Japanese are doing some incredible stuff in music as well. Japanese, Japanese are Japanese rap uh, amazing. is ludicrous. It's yeah. insane. And I don't understand a word of it. And that just yeah. is a mm-hmm. further testimony to like this French stuff, I can understand, but the Japanese, it's like a whole other level. Well, it's like that whole subject-object verb versus subject-verb-object. Like, it's like, there's always... Um, Your syntax. Yeah, yeah syntax sure. is completely different. Yeah, and yeah. so, when you try to translate it to English, it doesn't make as much sense, but when you when you are a fluent Japanese speaker, you're like, oh, that's like super deep, right? Yeah, yeah. So, it's really interesting how rap kind of transcends um, language barriers. Trying but to translate that to Python. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, really, the original idea for bands to watch... Um, was to help local artists or, or smaller bands um, get past that like wall. Yeah. So every time you get, there's like multiple walls in an artist's career, and there's um, you know the first one is playing outside your your city mm. or playing out and really getting a crowd draw from that. Mm-hmm. So it started as kind of like 
it's going to be interesting because I'm going to kind of relate it to um, different apps that are out there, but almost a Snapchat for music where um, you would create an account and you would post a song and it would be up there for 24 hours. And then as people were using it, um, they would just get kind of pushed these random songs from a local artist sure. in an area. And then it was like, okay, chicken and the egg. Can't really do that. Let's figure out, you know, how we can really build something that'll help. And then it became kind of like a tender for bands, like a band, just a database for people to, either search or just kind of swipe on people, um, across different, um, different cities. And then it was like, okay, how can we really help bands? Well, let's build some way where we're taking the data that venues and these websites already have, and then maybe give it back to the bands in order to make more efficient tours and, um, Mm -hmm. make them make the booking experience better. You know, having a, having an availability schedule, and having venues reach out to you as opposed to you reaching out to venues or, or automatically uh, going from point A to point C and stopping at a few point B's on the way, um, figuring out the most logistic, um, logistical, um, you know, the most logistically efficient way of doing that. Yeah. And I think that kind of is where Bands to Watch wants to be. Uh, what we are building, since I mentioned earlier, we are kind of building an all-in-one um, website where you have everything that's going on, including... Um, local, you know, local music, bigger music, you know, Incubus is coming next week. Um, then you've got all these other bands that are, you know, coming across the next three, four months. Not everybody cares about that because those tickets are absurd. They're like yeah, 60, sure. 70, $80. They want to see the smaller guys. They want to see the local jazz. They want to see the local rappers. Yeah. Um, they want to know what's going on, but these venues don't do a good job of posting them other than Facebook. Promoters are overworked. They're underpaid. Um, and, you know, you just have so much going on and not enough people know about it. Yeah. The Gazette is good for that, you know, and Metro KC or whatever, you know, there's all these different magazines. Shout out to Oklahoma Gazette. Yeah, shout out to Oklahoma Gazette. Um, but, you know, Bands to Watch is kind of trying to solve that by putting all that together and working with local venues all, as well as the bigger event. If that's what you want to see, you can filter it and kind of know exactly what you want. Ideally, there needs to be an app at some point where, say you're in Oklahoma City and you saw a really good you know, rapper, and you happen to be traveling. Like, who, to what, what Florida, good local uh, rappers are there? Sean Reedy. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he happens to be. He happens to be playing like a, a, a you know, a free cover show in um, you know Florida because he's visiting with his family or something, <laughs> and he he's got all of his stuff. He's there. He's ready to go. And you happen to be visiting through Florida too. You do not want to miss that show because you really liked him, and it's a free show, and it's something you can go do and support him, mm-hmm. and you'll make sure that you don't miss it because the app will alert you. Hey, we noticed that you're in Florida. This band that you saw um, back in Oklahoma City is playing this show within five minutes Which of you. I love, by the way. Like, I love being kind of surprise alerted on bands that I've seen before. There are so many bands that I've seen on off chances in random cities that I have no idea who they even were anymore. Like, honestly, like, yeah. I go to these shows and have no way to follow up with this. So let me throw mm-hmm. a hypothetical at you. Yeah. Like, say I'm a a rapper and say like I have a specific kind of musical upbringing in the background and I have a local market and I make my own tours. I don't know. Maybe my name is Sean. I, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, how, how do I best take advantage of this platform to like, what, how does it work for, for me booking a tour out or something like that? Like, so ideally you point A to point C, but what does that even mean? So, so ideally what it would do is take the data that you've been collecting from going to these different shows and the, your fans uh, automatically give it to you because you're either buying tickets for that show or they're putting on the app, you know, bands to watch app. Uh, this is who I came to see kind of thing and giving us 
feedback because there is a, another side of it that I didn't mention, which there's a rewards program for oh. these venues that you're going to be you know playing at as well as for the audience. So the audience, if they share your shows or if they go to multiple shows, it's kind of like a punch card. Or like, you know, you can earn certain rewards and then there's different tiers of things, uh, permanent rewards, you know, redeemable rewards, um, kind of like Yelp for small bands, but with the rewards program. I mean, that's really what Bands to Watch is trying to be. And so uh, the best way to do it would just be like, have your app out and collect that data from your fans and their fan, your fans will give it to you. Maybe throw away, you know, give, give them a free song or something, you know, for real. and then they, they give you that data, you're collecting it and then we give that data back and we organize it into a way that you understand. And then you're able to book more efficient shows. Um, you're able to kind of just pop on. There's so many venues across the nation that are always looking for like a, um, not a, not a cover band, but a, an opening act, you know? Mm -hmm. And if you could just kind of see, Oh, this, these five venues and three different States need opening acts. Um, I'm just going to uh, apply or, um, you know, throw try your, to throw set, your name in throw, the hat, throw your yeah. name in the hat kind yeah. of thing, then they can see that. And the great thing that it does for venues too, is it allows them to have a threshold mm. where say they don't want some, some no name. They want somebody who's going to bring them a good draw, right? They can set the threshold to be average crowd draw of 20 or more. Mm. So if you don't have an average crowd draw of 20 or more, if you're just straight out of your mom's basement and you have no fans, you they, you do not clutter their inbox. So Bands right? to Watch is essentially harboring this data for the venues as well as the consumers. It's, it's yes. providing that data to everyone. Yes. Yeah, and, cool. the, and it's kind of, if you want to think of it in a super simplistic way, it's like if you ever played the game Guitar Hero. Sure. Right? So as the Guitar Hero, you're starting in a basement show, <laughs> and then you work your way up to, diff, to bigger shows. Right? It gives people a linear... And an ex well, almost I never like a got that far. Yeah, right. well, <laughs> you eventually get to play some bigger shows and then go on a world yeah, tour and all must that. Must be stuff. nice, yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> but um, it it gives people a way to almost guarantee almost guaranteed success, right? Because yeah. as you're building your crowd, you're utilizing the data to have better shows as opposed to going on premature tours that you're going to come back broke and fight with your bands, yeah. start, fight with your fight with your fans or fight with your bandmates yeah. on stage or out of stage. And then you write a really sad Facebook post about breaking up. Yeah. Right? That happens to so many bands because mm -hmm. they come back and they're financially strapped and they're like, well, our fucking manager decided to take us on a tour and now we owe our manager all this money and blah, blah, blah. Are we speaking from no, 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 no personal experience. Okay. Okay. There were a lot of reasons why Sunnyside Up broke up. That, <laughs> is, that has nothing to do with it. Um, uh, yeah. There was a little bit of animosity, but it was, uh, it wasn't for touring reasons. We never actually went on tour. So okay. Okay. Uh, we did go to Denver. We played that 420 show in Denver. That oh, was really oh, fun. Yeah. But, um, Sean, what's the, what's your favorite place? You've yeah. What's your favorite? Yeah. What's your favorite place you put? Um, I did a show in Chicago a little while back. I had a lot of fun at my favorite place to go to consistently is Denton, Texas, just cause it's oh, right yeah, down, it's right down the road. And, UNT. Um, I try to get there every two months or so. Um, wow. And, um, I don't know, it's, uh, I like playing Wichita, Kansas for the same reasons, because it's, it's, like, I could try to get up there once every couple of months, too. But, uh, on this last tour I went on, St. Louis was really fun, too. It's, you know, I got a few different places I like going a lot. I'm trying to get back up to Chicago soon, and, um, I haven't been able to get out to the West Coast in a few years now, so, um, 
Because I played L.A. one time. I played on Venice Beach. Oh, yeah? Uh, That's where I grew up. Yeah, I love (laughs) Venice Beach area. Um, Did you play a venue or did you just walk the boardwalk? A place called Bank of Venice. Yeah, I played there. Um, It's like a a bar food place that... uh, Yeah, but it it was fun. So, you know, all those places. I like... uh, I don't know. I like... I just like playing anywhere not in Oklahoma and, you know, <laughs> going over to some stranger's house and sleeping on their floor or whatever. That's just always, um, I don't really have a, uh, specific place I like to do that at. I just like doing it constantly and, uh, <laughs> well, and so the perfect, <laughs> as much as I can, <laughs> that's a perfect, that's a perfect segue into, um, kind of another feature that bands to watch uh-huh. would be building, yeah. um, a couch surfing aspect? aspect? No way. Yeah, so yeah. so basically um, you would trade either a meet and greet or uh, you know a free album or something just to somebody as they have like an icon next to their their name within the app where you can see all the people that have open couches for you to show uh-huh. them, right? Instead of you having to be like and they would earn obviously either more points to the platform or whatever. And it would be something that we would incentivize um, uh-huh. as a company, but that would be, that's kind of the, uh, I hope the there's ideal. a good vetting process that goes into. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it'd be just be like Airbnb where you do a background check and everything. You don't want to get like stabbed by For somebody. For me and my 13 bandmates. Yeah. 13. Well, yeah. You, and then I think it would have some, there'd be parameters of like yeah, how yeah, many sure. your house can take, you know? Um, so I've got a little bit, uh, here. I wanted to plug some local events, then we'll go right into the rapid oh, yeah. fire. Sure. Um, so, Sean, you have a show at the Deli in Norman mm-hmm. on uh, Thursday. Uh, tickets are $7. It starts at 9.30. There's going to be a lot of people there, looks like. Um, five bands, I think. Um, so that'll be that'll be a great show. The Deli's a yeah. fantastic venue. It's going to be a lot of fun, for sure. That's um, on holiday is headlining or a pop punk band and uh, you are talking about the show tomorrow right yeah I've seen them a uh-huh. few times yeah they're sick and uh, I guess it's one of their members last show with them um, so uh, yeah it's gonna be a, it's his farewell show so it's gonna be fun <laughs> sorry. Sorry. sorry nice yeah, yeah. no that's awesome that's what's, no, that's, go- uh, that's, what, that's what's going on there so that's gonna be a lot of fun yeah perfect and then you just dropped a new remix I know are you working on any new tracks that you wanna let the uh, let the audience know about um, right now Nothing right now. I have some surprises like that I don't want to give away yet. But Fair. I did just put out a, a single about a month ago called A Rap Song. Um, and that was kind of concluding my a mixtape. Because I put out an album. So I put out an album in May called A Mixtape. I had a tour this summer called A Tour. <laughs> and I just put out a single recently called a rap song. Okay. And if no, if I love it. I if love the it. listeners haven't heard that, I'd encourage them to go give that a listen because I worked really hard on that and um, something I'm really really proud of. And uh, but I so actually banking? that's everywhere wherever everywhere. you want to look it up. S dot R E I D Y S Reedy. Anywhere you listen to music, it should be. It's on Bandcamp, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, all that. So um, Perfect. I just saved it to my Spotify, yo. Oh, Woo! Sure. Thank you. <laughs> a rap song. Hell yeah. Uh, a mixtape. And uh, so I did just put out all that music, but I'm putting out even more um, at a, sooner rather than later, but I'm not going to give it away quite yet. Nice, nice. Yeah. And then... Um, I know you, you also have a podcast you're working on. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys want to friend him on Facebook or if you want to, yeah. um, 
I know you upload it. Where do you upload it? On SoundCloud? Just YouTube. Oh, YouTube, uh, YouTube. The, yes, the new podcast, the SDR podcast. Uh, I did it just as a way. It's just kind of mostly for people who are really interested in what I'm doing at the time. It's not like a super interesting thing for like new people, you know, but like for the people that really want to keep up with what I'm doing, I talk about all my shows on there, all the... It's been interesting lately because my life's just been more interesting lately, but uh, I'll do yeah. miracle breakdowns and stuff on that. It's just the SDR podcast. Those just three letters, SDR, the SDR podcast. You can look that up on YouTube. You can find it. There's actually another, I talked about it on the episode today, but I didn't realize until I dropped it that there's another thing, another show on YouTube called the SDR show. <laughs> and I was like, who on earth? Because my name's Sean Dominic Greedy. That's why it's called okay. the SDR podcast. I'm like, who who on earth is making a show called the SDR show? And I click on it, and their show stands for Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll. Oh, okay. And I was like, my initials have stood for Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll for 25 years. (laughs) This whole time. (laughs) And I would have never noticed it if I did it, man. That's amazing. I know. So... So that's funny, because SDR also... I was thinking it was maybe a sales podcast, because SDR is... um, like a sales, like almost like sales development. Um, oh, really? Or something? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Sales That's fine. I don't know, but no, it's, it's freaking sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Hey, That's man. Like, there he is. That's about. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, <laughs> a, you, should, you should go on that podcast. Yeah. You gotta call the email and hit them up and be I like, was, look, I am SDR. Yeah, I, I am sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Get gonna, me on this show. I'm definitely yeah. going to attempt to have a conversation. Oh, you got to. Folks. <laughs> so, oh, I love it. You'll um, know when you're on. All right, so quickly before yeah. we go into the rapid fire, the, the, the roundtable rapid fire, we've got some local events I'm going to plug really quick. So uh, November 9th, there's a benefit show uh, for citizens caring for children. It's at 5 o'clock. It's at 519 Northwest 23rd Street. So it is in Oklahoma City. Um, donate clothes, shoes, money, whatever you got. Um, it is free entry, no cover. So please bring a donation if you can. Uh, November 9th, Angel Olsen. It's going to be at the Criterion. What? That's going to be good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, She's man. sick. Uh, that music is sick. Definitely recommend it. Tickets are a little uh, high, uh, mm-hmm. but it is a Criterion, so 25 bucks for a <laughs> ticket. Um, and then, again, this is this is why I'm, like, this is not the most um, efficient way of telling people what's going on. There needs to be some sort of way to, to filter it. So if only there was an app. I know, right? If only there was an app or a website. <laughs> Uh, November 14th, we've got a film and music conference at VAST in Oklahoma City. That's my mom's uh, As well as November 14th, my one of my good friends that I went to high school with, Jade Castle, is playing at the Angry Scotsman uh, Tavern. Um, and then, as I mentioned earlier, uh, i got to plug the big show. November 18th is Incubus. Um, they're one of my favorite bands. So. Where? Uh, Criterion. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be wow. sweet. I'm pretty sure it takes Criterion's booking some very big names. Yeah. Well, Criterion's like, you know, the, the Kane's Ballroom of Oklahoma City. I said the, the Brady. Well, what is the Or like the yeah. Brady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Tower Theater's the Brady. Yeah, the Tower Theater's probably Criterion's the Brady. Criterion's yeah. the Kane's. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But God, what a shit excuse for a Kane's Ballroom is the Criterion. Yeah. I, no, I the, the acoustics in there are... Saying that the Criterion is a shit venue by I mean, all accounts. I won't say. I mean, they just need to improve their acoustics. No, That's, your guests can say that. They yeah, can. your guests can say. Yeah, I can't say that because I'm working with uh, the yeah, music yeah, scene. Yeah, so. so, all right. So we're gonna do a rapid fire. Uh, any music that you've been listening to? Um, anything that's really spoken to you? Anything that um, 
that you that's kind of your go-to it could be anything it could be from 90s 80s um 70s to now current local doesn't matter um i'll go first uh real estate is great um a great surf rock band i believe they're out of california Mm -hmm. as most uh surf rock bands are um but they're sick um I don't know. I think they're working on a new album right now. I think their most recent release was like 2017. Yeah. But real estate, that's who I go for. Uh, Sean. Uh, let me plug the homie that I just interviewed on my podcast today, Stevie Ray. Okay. He's uh, just Stevie Ray, not Stevie Ray Vaughn. Okay. <laughs> we talked about it. But uh, <laughs> Stevie Ray is a hip-hop artist from San, San Francisco with a new album out called Free. It's nice. amazing. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's uh, kind of moody self-reflective, uh, just real uh, straightforward kind of poetic rap. is really good. Nice. And Jackson? Okay, can I name like two things? So yeah, I'm going to do sure. an American. He's a guitarist. Do you know Corey Wong? I know of him. So Corey Wong is a fantastic, and I'm just like kind of quickly running through my Spotify to make sure I don't miss anything. Corey Wong for like the funky vibes, for, yeah. like, the really groovy funky vibes. And then, uh, so I'm going to preface this again with a little story time, and we're, I'm just going to be really quick with this. You're so, fine. I have never won anything in my life. Okay. No contest, no lottery, nothing. Okay. When I heard that my, I will say my favorite, one of my favorite French rap groups was actually doing a mini U.S. tour. They're going to San Francisco. They're going to L.A. They're Mm -hmm. going to Montreal in New York City. Okay. So it's a really quick four-stop U.S. tour. Barely U.S. Montreal is in Canada. Okay. And they're doing a lottery. So you enter the lottery, you might win a ticket to one of their shows. So all their shows are in France, except for these four shows in North America. Why? No idea. They don't even have a very big following in France. So, of course, I signed up for the LA lottery, and I won, Tanner. (laughs) I won a free ticket to LA. That's amazing. Not to go to LA, but to see them in LA. So the group is called Odezen, O-D-E-Z-E-N-N-E. Okay. And for the people listening to the podcast, the cool thing, why you should listen to them, even if you don't speak French, is you can play the game that they play while they write their songs. Everything is written in Alexandrian poetry verse. So okay. Alexandrian is a meter. I think you say meter, right? Like, yeah. Like how yeah, like poet, a like different the, meter, yeah. The, the syllables of... Syllabic meter. Of, uh, syllabic yeah. meter. Thank you. Yeah. So Alexandrian is 12 syllables per line and okay. four lines per verse traditionally. But okay. like... It's, and, and every single song that they write is broken up into either four lines of three, three lines of four, or one line of 12. Mm. And okay. it is insane to listen to. It is absolutely yeah. ludicrous because they, they produce all their own beats, music videos. They write all their own lyrics. It's two guys from, I think they're from Bordeaux, France, but okay. I don't know where they're from. Um, and they're absolutely incredible. So I am so stoked on Oda Zen right now, and I'm going to be going to their show in LA at the Moroccan Lounge on December 4th. Nice. Um, so a little plug super there. Super stoked for Love that. Love it. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. So that's two in one. And you said the other band is named American? Sorry? Uh, uh, the other band uh, is from Minneapolis, Minnesota, in the United States of America. The dude is named Corey Wong. Oh, he's an American. He recently put out an album. He's putting out, he put out like, two albums this year. Uh, let me, I, I can pull it up really quickly. I can tell you what his most recent album is called because it's right. a great name. Corey Wong. He's a fantastic guitar. His most recent album is called Motivational Music for the Syncopated Soul. 
and you okay. can get that in your own time as it is. But yeah, absolutely. He's got I'm a collab gonna... with Tom Mish, who's an incredible British guitarist, singer. I'm going to check that out. It's fantastic. So yeah, I... Yeah, I got to go through my Spotify, too. Like, I was listening to a lot of, like... Like, I just made a playlist called Fringe Vember. Yeah. Which is uh, <laughs> fringe music, what I'm playing in my office stereo, that's got, like, Public Enemy and Ben Folds 5 on it. Okay. Sound System. Uh, a lot of Run DMC and UGK. Uh... And then, like, Injury Reserve is kind of like a more modern American mm, rap group. I love Injury Reserve. Injury Reserve yeah. is fantastic. Gotta love it. Great. Um, and then, like, you know, I, I've been listening to a lot of Static Selecta. He's like a, mm-hmm. he's like a DJ, but he's collabs with uh, a lot of artists. So yeah. he has a whole album. I got to meet him a little while back. You met Static Selecta? Right? JB. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, brought him in for his birthday he's, a little while He's incredible. He's, a, he's probably my favorite producer. producer. Yeah. yeah, he's probably my favorite out there. He did an album Legend. with Action Bronson not so mm-hmm. long ago called Well Done. And it's super good. It is the best super album good. that either of them has ever made. I stand by it. It's a fantastic it's a great album. Record, yeah, because yeah, Action Bronson was a chef yeah. in, in Queens, New York. So he was a chef, like, you know, classically trained, however chefs are trained. And he broke his foot or he broke his leg or he injured himself somehow. And so he was like, shit. I'm going to become a rapper. If I can't stand on my feet all day and be a chef, I'm going to become a rapper. Right. And so this album, well done, you know, it's, it's littered with food references and like, it's just the funniest and most incredible rambunctious, obnoxious thing ever. So I think I just gave you a lot. To no, yeah, you did. I've got injury reserve, action Bronson, Corey Wong. I mean, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to be re-listening. Spell it, yeah. uh, status selecta, you said? Static with a K, selecta, spelled it like A-H. I don't know how it spells. It's all right, I'll figure. He came to Oklahoma City for a show. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he uh, JB no Static Selecta brought him in JB. for his Shout birthday. Yeah, yeah. he's doing some. I mean, JB is killing. Yeah, I, I, I'm probably even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, once we get a little bigger, I think I will. Um, he's doing some really cool stuff with the Thunder. Um, mine probably. So I've got a few. I'm gonna throw down a few. Uh, shout out to one of my good friends who moved from here to New York and then LA and then New York. And actually, she played a lot in LA. I think you didn't know who I'm talking about. Mothica. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mackenzie Ellis. We almost moved to um, an apartment together. Yeah, no, she's crazy. <laughs> she's awesome. She's killing it. Um, yeah. She's really made it out. She has of a the, new album coming out, right? Yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah. She has a new album coming out. Um, and she is on my playlist called Vibrations. I make different playlists nice. on Spotify. Nice. Um, which, by the way, there will be a playlist for this show um, once I upload it on Spotify and all that. This playlist um, for this week is going to be my on repeat for a long time. It's going to be a crazy <laughs> yeah, playlist. Um, and then the other one is um, Visceral. So... Fam, you can't be serious. Me and Visceral do songs together. Wait, VHS? Yeah. Visceral? No way. <laughs> Visceral's my guy. Sorry, right. Eli, man. I Hell yeah, Visceral. dude. Dude, I love him. And then <laughs> That's Psalm, hilarious. Psalm Trees is also another um, another one of my faves that I've been listening to. Um, so I think I mentioned this to you earlier, Jackson, but I've been, I'm starting this uh, web developer boot camp um, for yeah. 16 weeks. Congratulations. Um, starting on my birthday actually and yeah. on, November, on November 25th so um there there was this thing that kind of was like a meme a while ago and I think people are kind of starting to see it as a meme but it was like chill beats to study and and sure. code to yeah and there were a lot of different YouTube you know live uh, radio things and I've been using that as a lot of my inspiration for some those. of these podcasts I love those yeah. so and a lot of these guys are from those those, I, uh, those uh, one time I heard uh I heard a car somewhere in the distance. I was walking somewhere. I heard the plane visceral, 
And I was, and I texted Bissell immediately. I'm like, dude, someone's playing your music. <laughs> I don't know. And he was like, I di- I swear, someone's probably just listening to some, yeah, lo-fi beats to study to thing because I'm on a lot of those. I'm yeah. like, it's still sick. I'm it's, just dirty. It's spelled VHS roll. So like, oh yeah. shit. If anyone VHS. wants to hear me and Visceral go peep. Uh, gallivanting off of my album until the darkness comes <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's visceral producer look at this this dude yep yep cool that's, yeah no I love no. that's Eli that's amazing awesome. Lone Moon introduced me to him where's he out of uh somewhere close to LA somewhere okay. in California cool cool so uh since we've already got visceral tagged what are, what are some <laughs> other I didn't even mention the, you mentioned another What's the name of that German? That's still so funny. Zug Zug and Masculine. How do you? How do you? Is it Zug Z U G? If you yeah Z U G Z uh yeah Zug Zug and Masculine. Z, yeah Zug Zug and Masculine. And masculine. I'm, I'm sure I'll figure it out on. Uh, well, we're Google. going down. Uh, if you try, yeah. If you try, I'm sure Google will. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fill in the blanks. <laughs> so while you're on German, you make a little note. This is your German section. Okay. You get Echo Fresh, E K O. Nice. F R E S H. Okay. As it sounds. And Contra K, Contra K, K O N T R A, K O N T R A, T R A K. Yeah. Contra K. Contra K, yeah. Cool. Is there a hyphen? It's space. Okay, space. Capital K. Yeah, yeah. You got it. Cool. Contra K. So, uh, Alt-J. Yeah, no, I love Alt-J. So, they they put out their album, uh, Relaxer. Yeah. The most recent one. Uh It's a relaxer. It was okay. Yes. It was okay. It's okay. When did that come out? Not as good as the other. Last year. Yeah. But then, recently... So there was, yeah, Awesome Wave, This Is All Yours, and then Relaxer. Right. Relaxer was kind of a flop, but right. they put out a remix album called Reduxer. I love that one. And Reduxer has one of my favorite French rappers, Lone Pal, L-O-M-M-E-P-A-L. Okay. And uh, it's in Contra K is on that album as well. So they've got, like, every song is a different rapper kind of taking a remix take on one of their songs, and it is a knockout album. It is a truly, mm-hmm. they've got Pusha T, they have Lil Sim. Yeah. Sims I love Lil Sims. Lil Sims is fantastic. And Pusha T, but yeah, and, yeah of course. I love Lil Sims. Uh, Sims is great. And so they've got a great, like, kind of remix album called Reduxer. And on that It's only though. It's not like a new thing. I don't know. It's, what was the name of that French rap band that you said that your friend Faux? F-A-U-V-E. Faux. I actually have one of their lyrics tattooed on my F-A-V. arm. Is that, is that important? Oh, cool. Uh, Aux les means unto the people who you least expect have the most success to innocence, full hands. It's what you say when you're playing a game of cards and it's like beginner's luck. Okay. Oh, uh, you're, you're new to this. So you full hands. It's, it's, uh, uh-huh. but, but they use this in one of their songs and, uh, that's cool. Uh, their fove is like spoken word. It was a collective constantly changing the number of people in the group. Uh, it was a lot of, uh, musicians, but also videographers, poets, rappers they played they famously played in paris like 50 nights in a row or something like oh that. wow they did like over and over and over so they have a live album that they released on vinyl they had one ep called blizzard and then two uh subsequent eps called vieux frère one and two so it's like um old sport kind of like gatsby's term. okay like old brother vieux frère's old brother yeah but it's like uh t- like messages to it to an old friend and then they culminated their career with a live album called 159,000, and it's 159,000 kilometers. Okay. And they toured for however many years, and it's a live album 
that is the culmination of their entire history as a group. And um, that was released in 2016, I think, and they've never been together since then. They kind of came together for this, and then they split. And my greatest heartbreak is that I found out about them after they had already broken up. And yeah. it sucks, but they're incredible. Yeah. It's well, I mean, yeah. that's kind of how it goes, right? I mean, it's funny you say that because if only so, there was an app that would have yeah. alerted me. <laughs> self, <laughs> <they were> touring. <laughs> self self plug though. I mean, uh, Sunny Side Up. We've been gone for a while, and uh, we still have people like no way. Uh, yeah, Seriously? we've we've had I think we've had like we have like just under a million downloads of our EP no yeah, way yeah I mean it's all what? free it's all free but yeah there's like a huge under, underground underground scoffing yeah no it's crazy idea that it was that popular ever I mean on Spotify like are you still no I don't, we're not on Spotify anymore because I stopped paying for it yeah, like, yeah it's, uh, it's, it's an unnecessary the world, don't pay for themselves yeah, yeah exactly yeah 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 um, and they did for a bit but uh, yeah. yeah anyway uh, Bonnie Trash they're a band out of Toronto. I just got a text from Cat Locke, who's an artist out of Toronto. Yes, Cat Locke. She says, hello, Mr. Podcast. So she might even watch as well. Hell yeah. Hey, Cat. Hi, Cat. Yeah. I love Cat with all my heart. You know, yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, yeah, for sure. She's great. Yeah, she's sick. That's um, uh, yeah, she her music is, she's, she's killing it. Oh, she's great. Well, no, yeah, anyway, I'm glad that she, I'm glad that she, because I was going to mention her, um, if you didn't, because she's got some new stuff coming out. And yeah. she, I think she just, uh, her, her band, man, her band is sick, man. Like, they're making some really good music over there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Norman has a surprisingly good music scene. Um, mm-hmm. No offense. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> um, I'm proud of it. So, yeah. so Toronto has some, so three bands that I'm going to um, plug really quick. Um, Bonnie Trash. Um, oh, yeah. Ultimata. is not actually from Toronto, but they played in Toronto. I believe they're from Arizona or New Mexico. One of those. I don't know. Uh, they're from the States, I think. Um, they're really good. And then Evan Redsky, who's from Toronto, um, he does some really cool um, alternative folk kind of... Uh, he's got some acoustic stuff, some rock and roll stuff. But he's um, uh, Aboriginal uh, from, from, of, uh, of, Tor- of Canadian. Oh, so, like, yeah, he's, so sure. He's, like, all about the, um, like the, the movements with um, the native people there and how, like, the government is, like, against them. And, and so wow. he's, like, a, kind of an outspoken political um, opponent to the government, which is really cool. Um, a lot of his music really reflects that. So shout-out to Evan Redsky. Um, and then while I'm on Toronto, um, I mentioned earlier Dead Broke. Um, they're yeah. sick. I have an album right over there. I'm looking at it. Um, they're, like, pump infused with whiskey. Uh, I don't know what they're doing right now. I know they've been in the studio, um, but definitely go check them out. Um, there's a lot of bands that I could just name off. And if you guys want, make sure, sh- make sure you guys check out that, um, all the different, um, Spotify playlists that, I, that I've been making. I try not to double up on them, but the best way to do that is just find bands to watch podcast on, uh, on Spotify, Spotify. and then okay. bands to watch playlist. I've got something seriously hot, something to break right now. Okay. I have some news. Some news. People. This is coming in live right now in Norman, Oklahoma. Okay. This Saturday, there will be a show held at the Resonator. Hell yeah! At nine o'clock p.m., Catlock herself. I love literally the quote literally does not know if there's a cover. Okay. <laughs> so this is very so potentially a free show. Very, very new show. And if you if you uh, don't bring money, I'm sure we can get you. In. And also, Sean, you're <laughs> supposed to tell me now about how fun Cat's birthday was because I wasn't there. Oh, um. <laughs> Cat's birthday. <laughs> Cat Log's birthday was really fun. 
I think you uh, you probably remember as much as she remembers from her birthday. <laughs> fair, 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 fair. Um, well, re- Resonator Norman, nine PM catalog. I don't know if that's kind of. I think not. that um, I think that she's performing with some touring acts, so I'm cool. willing to bet that there's a cover because uh, they'll probably need to be on the road. But that's yeah, going to sure. be a fun show to go to. Hey, but sure. support those touring acts, just like you support those local acts. Yeah, yeah buddy. Sure. Um. Oh yeah, and then some bigger ones. If you guys haven't heard, I mean, everybody knows the Shins. Um, Broken Bells is a yeah. sick band. James Not Jones. everybody knows about uh-huh. them, but they're sick. Um, they'll probably be on the on the uh, playlist as well. Shout out Sophia Jarens, my co-founder, who actually shares a birthday with Danger Mouse. No oh, shit. Yeah. That's that's Sophia's shout out. She gets Danger Mouse. <laughs> yeah, she gets a Danger Mouse shout out. Um, and then yeah, I mean, I think. That will kind of do it for the whole like round table. I, I think we're getting close to an hour here. No. Um, yeah, it's, it's really, it's been a while. Yeah. Um, so any other things that you guys can think of, let the audience know about that um, before we turn off? Um, no, I mean, uh, I got a lot of shows coming up. You can follow me at Sean Reedy Music. That's at S-H-A-W-N-R-E-I-D-Y Music. On Instagram and Twitter, you can add me on Facebook at Sean Reedy the second. Don't add Sean Reedy the first. That's my dad. He doesn't rap. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, I mean, uh, thank you for having me on. Make sure you put Limp Wizards. They have oh yes, <laughs> Taylor Limp Wizards shout out. So uh, I forgot you to mention them. They should be on the playlist. I forgot. Ta- I was just make Limp Wizards the first and last song of that playlist. Yes, I was um, absolutely because they have a new record out that is incredible. Really. Uh-huh. New new? Yeah, it's new new. What? They kind of surprise dropped it, and they haven't done too much with it lately for um, differing reasons. Um, but uh, oh, I was shit. hanging out with Taylor today. And he they, was, literally I was, they literally have a new album. It's amazing. Holy shit! It's it's incredible, and they're trying like it's like they almost tried to sneak it past people or something. But I didn't. It constantly. It's amazing. But Taylor was Whoa. telling me I had no idea that you were. Um, when yeah. you look up <laughs> wizards, you're the first. <laughs> yeah, I, know, yeah. <laughs> um, um, I was talking to Taylor today, and I hadn't realized that you guys were in the. Like, I didn't realize you were in Sunnyside Up for one. You guys are like a legendary freaking uh, <laughs> bands and. Uh, Norman OKC circuit that um, I never got to see because I wasn't around that era. But that Taylor t- didn't tell me that you uh, told me like, oh, he was in Sunny Side Up and we know each other pretty well. I was like, oh, I was talking to him today. So I mean, make sure you put Limp Wizards on this playlist. Hell yeah. Has, sure any local band, has any local band been going longer and stronger than Limp Wizards? Oh, like, no. Honestly? No, it's funny. Like, they we... are the OGs now. Like, they have absolute seniority and no one can fuck with that. Not only that, it's but... It's crazy. Um, their music is just some of the best to come out of Oklahoma, period. Yes. Absolutely. Like, just period. I think Limp Wizards is, uh, and I, I, and a lot of people, um, I wouldn't say a lot of people assume whatever, but me and Taylor are really good friends. I've been a Limp Wizards fanboy way before he knew who I even was. And yeah, uh, genuinely, Limp Wizards is one of my favorite bands to ever exist. And I'm just like, um, if you've not listened to the new record, go listen to it. I just circles. want to make sure everything. Hell yeah. And it's speaking, called Circles, yeah. Speaking of the normal music scene, um, I'm actually going to have um, Felix Rodriguez on next week. Hell yeah. 
Um, he's got some new stuff that he's putting out. He's doing a lot of his own marketing and promotion. Um, that's really cool. That's sick. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited to listen to this new record by Lump Wizards. Right. Yeah. Um, Other than that, yeah, just follow me for all of my updates and stuff like that. I appreciate you guys having me on. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on, man. I'm glad you guys were both able to make it. I was worried Mm -hmm. one of you guys would get stuck in traffic or something. No way. You guys both got here early and... Uh, we were able to get things going. So where can they find Fringe? What can they find out? Yeah. New new info, all that good stuff. Okay, so here's my closing, Tanner okay. and Sean. If you listen to this podcast all the way through, your live video... I don't know why, it. yeah. Well, right. it's, it's going so this, on. This is di- it ends automatically after an hour, maybe, or something like uh, that. Maybe. So if you listen to this whole thing all the way through, you probably wish that you were doing something creative in the meantime. You probably wish that you were doing something else other than that, look, if you're an artist, if you're a musician, Bands to Watch is the app to watch. You've got everything there at Bands to Watch on Instagram. You know already because you're listening to the goddamn podcast right now. If you do anything else, fringe.is at fringe.is website, www.fringe.is. Fringe is slash literally hyphen everywhere. Like <laughs> we are trying to pioneer this incredible movement of people doing what they want to do and fulfilling their own dreams. So look, if you spent the last hour listening to this podcast, you owe it to yourself to go out and actually do the thing that you've been dreaming about doing. This is my whole thing. I want yes. to see people fucking following their goddamn dreams. Why does that sound so cliche? Just Tanner? do it. Just do it. Just do it. Look, follow me on Instagram. <laughs> my name is Jackson Greathouse Fall, but my fucking Instagram handle is at jackson.fall. And, uh, you know, F-A-L-L, like the season that we're currently in. Yeah. I, I post a lot of random shit on my stories. I love making new friends. Come say hi. Come ask me about what I do. Come ask me if we're going to go get coffee or something like that. Um, look, Tanner, thank you so much for having me on. This has been such a fucking blast. This is absolutely been fun. Yeah, yeah, it's I been. It's. I'm, I'm really, really pleased with uh, with our conversation. I think it really went some really cool um, directions. Man, this um, playlist is stacked. And then this playlist this is, is going to be sweet. I can't wait to upload that. Figure out what songs I want to put on it. Um, and then, if you guys haven't already, go ahead and share it with some friends. Um, share the the video. Share the podcast. Whatever you can do to kind of get the word out that shit's happening in Oklahoma City. And kind of going off Jackson, what he was saying, make shit happen. It's super easy. Here I am doing this podcast with. Uh, we were going to use the um, the podcast mic that I normally use, and it it just sounds too tinny. So I'm literally going off the MacBook, um, off the MacBook internal speakers. And all you need is your phone, or something that has anyone a can make shit they like. Anything can have a, anybody can make a podcast. Even if you don't make like it, you just do it. Yeah, you just ah. make content. It's all yeah. about content, having something of value. And I think that's what people forget. They want to be so caught up with either the logo or the branding way ahead. You know, they want to put the cart before the horse. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, I think it all just comes down to making shit happen and, and doing what you say you're going to do. So, again, guys, thanks again for coming. Um, follow uh, the Bands to Watch podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes. Um, you can find it anywhere after the show once I get it uploaded and edited. Um, and then share this video, share the, we're on Facebook, uh, www.facebook.com slash, uh, bands to watch. And then our official, uh, our official Instagram handle is bands to watch official, uh, because some other group has bands to watch as their Instagram. I've been trying to mention, I've been trying to get a hold of them, but they won't freaking, they won't respond. I'm pretty sure it's just like inactive. It's just, it just sucks. But anyway, thanks again for uh, watching guys. Um, have a great night and, uh, we'll see you next week. Bye internet.